Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Do you see what she is? She's a miracle. I'm usually a bit suspicious of dramatised musical biopics. Often too much work has gone into manipulating the material into some sort of classic narrative. Nothing's ever allowed to just happen. Everything has to have a dramatic cause, and if it hasn't got one already, they make one up. How is Aretha doing? Aretha's doing all right. Just all right. Respect is a pretty workmanlike telling of the early career of soul superstar Aretha Franklin. But director Liesl Tommy can't resist slipping in scenes with no purpose other than to show those songs arriving in a dramatically satisfying way. Singing is sacred, and you shouldn't do it just because somebody wants you to. What's most important is that you are treated with dignity and respect. In fact, there are several stories about how and if Otis Redding actually wrote the song Respect, none of them featuring Aretha's mum. Still, poet's licence, I suppose, and this next bit certainly happened pretty much like this. Just a little bit, yeah, baby. It's Otis Redding's song. Just a little bit. (laughs) Respect the movie opens with young Aretha being shown off by her preacher father to all his celebrity friends. The Reverend C.L. Franklin was a dominant figure in both gospel music and the civil rights movement. You're special, Ray. You have a talent they call genius. You think about what you're trying to do to me. How old is she? She's ten. But her voice is going on 30, honey. Aretha was singing to Martin Luther King, Sam Cooke, Art Tatum and Dinah Washington before she reached her teens. She was also precocious in other ways. Before she was out of her teens, she already had two children, though Grandma did most of the actual raising. Unsurprisingly, this part of Aretha's life isn't dwelt on. Aretha has a dark side, is all we're told. I need a change. I want to sing what I want to sing. You really like it? We love it. Ree, 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 ree. 
but in fact there always seemed to be a darkness under the surface of the Queen of Soul, most recently on display in the documentary about the making of her gospel album Amazing Grace. There was nothing ingratiating about Aretha. She does what she does, you get out of her way. You're not about to mess this up for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Aretha Franklin. This song goes out to anyone who's ever felt mistreated. To its credit, Respect is prepared to touch on Aretha's short fuse and terrible luck or taste in men, going right back to her father. The Reverend Franklin and Ree spend much of the film fighting while the rest of the family duck for cover. You need to take a break. I know how to run my business. Have you lost your mind? Maybe I found it. I believe I have the chills. Yeah. Were all her brilliant soul records of the 60s and early 70s inspired by the hard times she endured, first from Dad and later from equally volatile husband Ted White? Dad certainly gets much of the blame for her unsuccessful years with Columbia Records, choosing old standards to cover rather than more contemporary material. How many albums have you had? Four. And no hits. I need you to focus and avoid frivolous distractions. Honey, find the songs that move you. Until you do that, you ain't going nowhere. In fact, it was Atlantic Records producer Jerry Wexler and a bunch of white Alabama musicians called the Swampers who put Aretha on the right path. And it's those scenes that briefly set respect alight rather than the Aretha's life by numbers of the rest of the film. I've got a single by this new chick named Aretha Franklin. It can't be denied that star Jennifer Hudson is probably the only person who could take on the role of Aretha. She can certainly act, but more important, she's also got a terrific voice. But is a classically terrific voice enough? The fact is, Aretha didn't sound like anyone else. She was a supernatural force plucking notes out of nowhere. And when the closing credits run, we see the original. Well into her 70s, Aretha Franklin was the closing act at a tribute to songwriter Carole King. Within two minutes, she's lifted the roof off the Kennedy Center, got a standing ovation and reduced President Obama to jelly. That's the power of the real thing, and I don't think you'll ever match it in a staged biopic, no matter how respectfully it's done. Oh, 